0: Hey guys, welcome to Learn Feng Shui, where you'll learn Feng Shui from a classical point of view, taking out the myth and superstition. If you like weekly tips as well as fun folklore tales, you'll enjoy learning Feng Shui with me. Today's topic is going to be spiritual protection and energy clearings. So not really too much of a spooky topic today, but I kind of wanted to address um, spiritual protection. So inevitably when you get into doing like feng shui or you're doing energy work for people, they will inevitably ask you to do some kind of clearing or something like that. And so I kind of wanted to talk about how you can protect your own energy and, you know, some things you can do to clear a space. So I am not any sort of like um, person. I don't think that is really qualified to do this, but I can just tell you kind of what I do for my own protection. So I don't do this for other people, but I do do this for myself to keep my energy up. So let's talk about a few things you can do, like clear your energy and, um, you know, some spiritual cleansing that you can do the first thing I do to kind of keep my energy up and keep myself spiritually protected, it really is to um, just put out that good energy. Like I really just do my affirmations in the morning. I um, just put on YouTube. I put on really positive ones because I just feel like really positive energy is the way you want to start your day. And it's affirmations. Like I attract, you know, people that have my highest good, you know, in, in their heart. Um, I attract the right people into my life. And so that way I'm really focusing on attracting, um, a very positive energy into my life and that, um, I'm able to kind of, you know, the people that have like a negative intent towards me, don't, they're not going to, they're not going to have a negative intent towards me. I have the high, people's highest good in, my heart. And I really love to help people. That's why I do feng shui. That's why I do the podcast. That's why I do astrology readings. And, um, yeah, I just feel like, you know, that positivity is really put out and that's what I attract back in. And so I really focus on just, um, attracting that positivity and attracting the, um, you know, just really positive people into my life, um, that I can help. And so that's one thing that I do is start out with those type of affirmations a more physical thing that I do. And I'll kind of talk about this in the folklore tale (laughs) or like the, the the spooky segment that I'm going to pop in later, but I actually use something called Florida water. And so I've done this when I've done readings at like card shops, I've done, um, you know, just public readings where I've gone and sat and people can come up and, and get offered a reading. Right. So I've, I've done this because in between each reading, you're actually giving energy, you're giving Chi away, And, um, to, to give that energy, it it makes you tired. I get very tired when I do this, especially when I'm doing like, you know, 15, you know, readings in a row. And so one thing I do to keep the energy up, to cleanse myself of the energy that the other person has is just take a spray bottle. It's something called Florida water. Um, it's what shaman actually use to, um, cleanse and perform rituals and um, we have it and it's uh, particularly here in the u.s um they sell it just like at walmart and and stuff like a walgreens you know it's literally just a cologne but a, you'll see it a lot in spiritual shops so if you have any store around you that's like a metaphysical store you'll see they'll have different herbs and stuff so you don't have to use what's called florida water or florida de agua but you can use something they'll usually have like a clearing spray sometimes they mix them up um, or they'll have different ones, but it's just like an herbal, um, an herbal, uh, cologne. Um, but I use it in a spray bottle. And so, yeah, just certain herbs can help to cleanse away and uplift that. Sometimes they'll be mixed with like sage or lavender or like orange, you know, so they'll be mixed with different, um, aromas like that, that help cleanse you. And that brings me to my next point. I recently learned you can do uh, what is called a nine flower ritual. So on the full moon, or the new moon, you can actually cleanse yourself of any kind of negative energy by taking a flower and you just, you wash yourself. So, um, you literally just wash yourself from head to toe, whatever flower petals fall off of the, um, the flowers you're using, you're going to just leave those there and you collect them and throw them away. You don't rewash your body because those have carried away the negative chi and energy. So you just wash your body, You wash it with that. You can do it in the shower and you just envision all the negativity and stuff of going away, going away. Um, another thing that I like to do is spiritual baths. So um, I don't necessarily make any sort of ritual out of it, but I do do salt baths a lot. I do Epsom salt baths. Um, because the salt is supposed to be cleansing. And so there's definitely spiritual baths you can use. There's, you can add different herbs um, that are really easy to find at different herb shops and stuff. You know, of course, like this, the basic ones, like um, orange, you're going to have basic ones, like, you know, your sage or your lavender. So there's just, there's just certain ones like that, that you can um, put in your bath water. You can put that salt in your bath water And that also acts as a cleansing and clearing um, agent. And again, you can do that on the full moon or the new moon. So this is for the ladies that may be listening. Um, So if you're still menstruating, this is a little bit of a a different thing. But what I've learned is that um, most of the time that cycle is considered a cleansing. And so um, it's said in different traditions, especially the Asian traditions where they believe, you know, it's it's a time that a woman should be um, not necessarily isolated, but it's more of a thing of like your body is shedding and cleansing itself of negative, you know, all the negatives going away because your body's literally being cleansed. And so whenever you're having your menses each month, you know, um, you're, it's not a time to cleanse yourself, like do the spiritual bath or do the spiritual cleansings. And because your body's actually already doing like that self cleansing, which I thought was pretty cool. So, um, yeah, just be a woman and have your cycle apparently is a good way to cleanse yourself. (laughs) A lot of people really like to use different crystals and stones. So of course, you know, that's, that's a big one. Um, there's really popular stones. I myself, I'm not too into this. My husband loves to wear um, different stones and stuff. And so some of the ones he uses is like jet jet is supposed to be a, a good absorber of like negativity. And so any. Body. if you felt anybody has done anything against you, you know, particularly negative, they have negative intent towards you, keep a piece of jet on you or make, you know, maybe buy a little jet bracelet or something like that. That way you can keep it on you. Um, just regular old quartz also is just supposed to be a good absorber of energy. So, um, you can definitely, um, do that if you feel particularly, Um, adventurous you could find a reiki practitioner and a lot of times they'll use different stones and stuff to kind of cleanse you a lot of times they're just using um it's the energy work that they're just doing around uh, your energetic body so you know it's kind of up to you on that part some of these are a little different and but i feel like if you're listening to this podcast you might be into different so i think that's okay so yeah stones and maybe you find a reiki practitioner that also uses stones or does energy work on you and of course, our go-to, which is sage or Palo Santo wood. So these are really good ones that I um, think the Palo Santo smells a little bit better, although it's supposed to be a sacred um, wood to the Native Americans. And so I I tend to hesitate on using the Palo Santo wood. Um, sage is good. I actually bundle sage from my own backyard. Just little sage sticks work, you know, um, just you know cleanse yourself with the smoke from the sage you can use things like dried lavender you know you don't have to have just have sage so um some sort of incense or cleansing ritual like that where you're sitting maybe you just imagine your negative the negative stuff going away um being dissipated back with that smoke so um sage and incense is a good cleanser Fasting and doing like a cleanse on your actual body is also another good way to kind of um, cleanse yourself. I mean, we see this in different cultures with different holidays, you know, they'll coincide with, you know, maybe fasting. And so, yeah, it really is a good way to um, cleanse your body, not only of some spiritual things and do some, you know prayer and some deep thinking during that time. Um, but also to cleanse your, your actual body. And so, you know, that's, it's good for your, like your liver and, um, your, your kidneys and everything and just flush with water and, you know, just do a fast. Um, I find this very difficult. I'm not going to lie. I find fasting very, very difficult, (laughs) but, um, I do think it's a very good, um, way to, uh, cleanse yourself and kind of, it's like a reset. And I think the last one I want to recommend is that you have to have boundaries. You have to have those spiritual boundaries in place. And so if you feel like you have a friend that is draining your energy, maybe it's a family member, sometimes it's okay to just step away, step back and tell them, I can't hold this space for you right now and I can't solve your problems. And I cannot, um, offer you like cleansing of your home or your, aura or whatever, right. You can't do that. Sometimes we don't have enough to give. So recognize when you're run down and you don't have enough to give and you need to rest. And I think I'm talking to myself also in this message. So, um, yes, rest, take care of yourself because when you take care of yourself, you're able to take care of those around you. You know, it's, it's a thing of putting on the oxygen mask on yourself before you put it on the person next to you or your children or whatever. So remember to put that oxygen mask on and breathe (laughs) and take care of yourself. So saying no and setting boundaries is definitely one of those, those things you can do to um, not necessarily cleanse yourself, but to put up like that, that layer of protection that I kind of mentioned at the beginning, you know, it's something you want to do to protect yourself like preemptively before you get run down. So protect your own self by just saying no. So I'll just start off by saying again um, with Feng Shui, um, you do get the people that ask you, you know, how do you get rid of things? And I had a really strange occurrence the other day a gentleman, I, um, I was on a, a forum and, um, he was talking about more spiritual things and he was like, Hey, what can I get to protect myself? Like, can anyone recommend maybe like a sigil? Like that I could tattoo on my body to protect myself. And I just kind of made the offhand comment, like maybe a seal of Solomon, which is more of the, you know, Jewish mysticism type of sigil, um, you know, Christian mysticism because it's, um, the seal of Solomon. It's actually the Solomon, um, from the Bible. Right. Um, so I suggested maybe that, and I said, maybe, or a Taoist symbol, you know, what, uh, you know, whatever resonates with you, right. Think outside the box. Cause he asked for suggestions other than the standard cross or crucifix. And so those were my suggestions to him. Um, but he messaged me and he was like immediately telling me that there was really strange happenings going on his property. He's tried for years to get rid of them. He's had no luck. He's had blessings and all this stuff. And that's why I say I'm not qualified to do this. I don't want to carry energy with me. And I firmly believe that when you, um, help somebody in this way that you inevitably have some kind of like blowback from it you have some sort of spiritual attacks and sometimes you have those that karmic thing where you know maybe you weren't supposed to help that person maybe that was their karma that you interfered with and um This is kind of documented with people that have done like exorcisms or they, they try to do like the clearing, the land, the exorcisms, um, and getting rid of spirits. And it is documented that people have said that they feel like when they help somebody to get rid of a spirit that they, um, suffer from things like health issues, they suffer from, um, like bad luck accidents and stuff like that. And that's one of the reasons I don't um, help people with this sort of thing. Um, and honestly, I just don't, I'm not qualified. I really think it would take somebody that would be more of a spiritual practitioner, maybe a priest or, or something like that. Somebody that's really qualified. And so with this gentleman, I just, I just suggested, Hey, maybe you should contact this Taoist sorcery website because if you listen to any past episodes, I love this website called Taoist sorcery.blogspot. Um, he makes all kinds of like sigils and, all sorts of like talismans for protection and um you know so that's the type of person that you want helping you you know and I highly suggest you go check out the website because that just has cool stories and stuff on it and has stuff about Chinese metaphysics on it too but yeah I just I am not the person to contact with this sort of thing um I don't want the karma associated with it and I don't want the attachments that come and can be associated with that either Mm -hmm. So, in lieu of a folklore Friday, I wanted to kind of keep with the theme and tell you my weird and spooky feng shui story that I had happened to me. So, a couple years ago when I first started doing feng shui, I believe it was about 2018. I, I got a call and this lady was local. She called me, said she just moved into town and she was looking to get a feng shui consultation. She got my, my name from another business I had done feng shui for and um she just wanted to come move into a good energy because she was going through a lot of stuff. I was like, sure, no problem. I love doing on site consultations because it actually, you know, gives me a chance to go and look at the space to feel it out. And sometimes you can actually catch things that you don't see, you know, via just a zoom call. So, um, on-site is always one of the best ways, you know? And so I, I was, you know, pretty excited about it. Um, so I showed up at her house and that's when things got strange. So I get to her house and things start out very nice. This is a nice professional person, um you know she comes across as is very like grounded, but the more I talk to her um the more she has like a sob story for everything- everything, everything in her life, the move, the conditions under the move um the movers themselves um not having help um you know losing her phone, not being able to be hired, and again, this was a professional person, you know, not being able to to, it was just this whole strange series of events that she kept, she was just relaying to me and it just really got crazier and crazier. And, um, so when I left there, I was kind of thinking, you know, I think maybe this person, uh, maybe, maybe has a mental illness or something is wrong. Um, and I'm not saying that lightly uh, or to make fun because, um, I mean, I have family members that have, you know, health, mental health issues. And so I, I kind of recognized some of, um, you know, like her, maybe perception was skewed, if that makes sense. So I I kind of was like, I don't know what's going on with this person. And so I did some things I told her, you know, most of the time when I do a consultation, what I do is over Zoom, you know, we talk, but in person, same thing, we talk. And then um, I will email like, the floor plan with my recommendations and stuff like that. And sometimes we'll go back for round number two and I'll go in and, and chat with a person. So I, I left and considered everything and just kind of thought about the feeling I got from this person and, and all of that. And, um, again, things just got weirder and weirder. So I do my assessment, you know, on on my computer or whatever. I'm already thinking, like, I'm not sure what's, what's going on with this person. I feel like something's wrong or something's off. And so I did tell her, you know, I'll come by, I'm going to go over everything that we, we went over and, um, you know, I'll just kind of show you like where you can put things. And so when I, when I got there, she was immediately trying to push on to me, you know, did I want something to eat? Did I want something to drink? You know, like we could go, you know, not only just be, you know, her, my, my feng shui consultation, but we could like be friends. And again, I'm, I'm kind of I tend to avoid people like this because I I know the um, energy that comes with it, especially when there is some mental health issues, not, you know, just because I I recognize that. And so that's, that's somebody that I would tend to probably distance myself a little bit from because I already had some, some people in my life that uh, were going through some things. And I thought I don't have the capacity to actually, you know, um, sort of take on another, another person, like that emotional capacity is filled for this, this family member who's already suffering from some mental health issues. And so you know, I, I just thought, you know, I kept telling her, sure, you know, maybe we could go to dinner or something, but you know, I never said anything concrete. She kept trying to like push, do you want something to eat? Do you want something to drink? And I felt a little bit uncomfortable with that. So I kept telling her no, but the really strange thing happened after I sat down at our table. So we sat down and again, I, I want to do a Yijing reading because I kind of wanted to pull it out of my, my bag of tricks. You know, I thought maybe it would just help her get some insight into what she's going through in life. And so my Yijing readings just include um, a deck of cards, you know, they're kind of like tarot cards, but they just have um, words on them that symbolize one of the 64 hexagrams of the Yijing. So if you don't know what that is, it's okay. But basically what it is, it's a word, but it paints a picture of sorts. And so it might be like fire on top of a mountain. So you might think of a sunset, uh, you know, behind a mountain or something like that. And so the thing is with cards also is that when you drop a card you are supposed to read the card that is that is dropped you know that's what is meant for that person. And so I sit down and I start feeling so strange, so strange, almost like disoriented or dizzy. And I I didn't understand why like I felt weird and I felt so strange that I dropped like a bunch of cards. And I went to pick them up and the card that was on top of the deck, I mean, they were all so negative, like they were like the most negative ones. But the one that stood out to me was the card with the word on it called poison. And the symbology for this is like a can of worms. It's literally something is rotten to the core and something is is like no good. And it's literally poison. And I mean, it's like one of the worst cards you can get. And so I I didn't read it, but I took that as a sign for me. So I really, I just shuffled the cards back in. I mean, they were all negative. They weren't, it wasn't just poison. It was like just the worst ones you could get, like obstruction, you know, um, <laughs> it was just, it was just car stagnation, you know, it was cards like that, that were really like had a negative connotation to them. The worst ones you would want to get. And so I, I don't even remember really what I read, but I remember I shuffled those cards back in and I thought, I think those are for, for me. Like those are for me to see who this person is. And I shuffled the cards back in. I did her reading and, and the visit was fine. But when I left, um, she gave me um, like some candies and some chocolate and stuff. And so I just kind of put it in my purse, but I was thinking, why was she trying to push food on me? Why did she give me this chocolate? Like, why, why is she trying to feed me? And, I just thought that was so strange. So I honestly, I feel like the rest of the visit was a little bit of like a blur because I felt so disoriented and weird and I knew something was off. And so when I left her, her place, um, one of the things that it is recommended to do when you leave a place is to, um, do some sort of clearing or cleansing before you go home. And so I immediately knew I needed to do this. And, um, I, I actually have a spray bottle of what is called Florida water. And it's just, it's literally just like a cologne we use here in the South. And I know, um, different Southern States will use it. Um, but it's basically like a shaman um, tool. So the shaman will use it for clearing and cleansing also. And so I literally just keep a small spray bottle of it in my, my feng shui bag that I have my stuff in. And so I sprayed myself down with it and I did like a, you know, like Letting the energy go type thing, and um, I was like, that was just so weird. That was so strange. I just felt so weird, and so I was like, you know what? She gave me a bar, of, a, a bar of candy to take home, like a chocolate bar to take home with me. Um, what is going on? Like, is, is there something wrong with it? And I had, I grabbed my yin cards out of um my pouch that I put them in. I shuffled them up, and I pulled the top one. And I'll be damned if it wasn't the stupid poison card again. Oh my gosh. I got so freaked out. (laughs) I took the chocolate and, um, I ended up throwing it away. I, we didn't, we didn't, uh, you know, want to, want to mess with that. It was just the strangest experience. Um, And after I left her house, I actually got a huge like rock. uh, I hit my window. It was so weird. Like, I feel like it came out of nowhere. There was no cars around me and a big rock hit my window and made a big old dent in my window, a big old chip in my window. And the next day when I was like getting ready and I was contemplating all of this and I was thinking about it and I was thinking, I think I'm just going to really have to cut this person off um, you know, be done with her consultation and, and, and just not contact, you know, try to kind of not contact her again, not interact with her again. And, um, I dropped my bottle of Florida water and it broke all over the place. (laughs) And so I just took all of that as a sign to stay away from this person. And coincidentally, um, a, a little while later I was getting a reading done And I asked about this person and, um, yeah, I was told, um, I was told that it came up that this person had like bad intent, you know, so why me? I don't know. Um, but I honestly think she probably had some mental health issues or something maybe going on spiritually that I probably wasn't equipped to deal with. So Yeah. Make sure you use caution. And when you come in, you know, the interaction with people really be aware of the way you feel around them. Be aware of the way your, your house feels like that's a big thing. When I describe feng shui to people, I always explain it as the way your house feels, you know, you go into somebody's home and it feels a certain way, you know? Um, just like if you've ever come in contact or been to somebody's house that feels um, negative or you're like, something is in here. You know, that's probably your, that's, that's probably your intuition telling you that there's something there that really shouldn't be messed with, or there's something there that you don't, you know, that doesn't want you there. So, um, pay attention to that gut feeling and pay attention to when you feel weird in space. And if you feel weird around a person, because your intuition isn't lying to you. To support the podcast, be sure to subscribe, leave a review, and share with your family and friends who you think may be interested, especially if you found this content useful. To learn more about Feng Shui and Chinese metaphysics, follow the link to the website below.